this may have very well been the best day of my life. Like, I remember thinking that to myself. I think this may have been the best day of my life because I knew that it's just people in a room. Like, we're all just here picking up crack and smoking crack. Like, no one's worse than anyone else. Like, oh, we're just all here together smoking crack. There's just, there's just a lot of absolute Any last words pod. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very, very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us at ALW Pod on Instagram. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Today we have Vamari. She is back with us today. Thank you. I believe it was episode 88. <laughs> P-E-G-80 Sorbitin Lorate, I believe, was the episode. Sometimes I can just pull these. I was going to say, it amazes me every I single think, time that I you think, can remember that. I think that that's that. For sure. But we need to get down to what matters. Our good friend Mikey and, <laughs> and Danny had a baby. Yes, they did. As a lot of people have referred to it, a whole baby. <laughs> a whole baby. And we were honored with being able to hold said yes, baby. Wow. How do you feel? I, I, well, as you were able to tell, I really did have some sort of spiritual experience with this baby. Because I thought that I had held a newborn baby before. It turns out I most certainly had not. Oh, wait. You thought that you did? Yeah, because I've been around babies my whole life, all different ages. I mean, super, super young. And for some reason, like, it had never been a two-week-old baby. Like, I knew that. Oh, okay. I was like, this looks like a fake baby. It was Like, all the babies that I've held have been, like, maybe like a month. It didn't look very fake to me. I, I mean, she was real, but I mean, in size, like she oh, looked like yeah, yeah, she yeah. didn't look like an average baby yeah. because obviously she wasn't. Yeah. But yeah, she was just so perfect and tiny and new. Like she just looked so brand new. There wasn't a single blemish on her. Yeah, that's she was beautiful. That's, that's like when people say when they can see the purity. Oh, my and God. Babies, it's like 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 what we were saying It's like this baby knows no pain. Nothing. It knows it knows no discomfort like it's just <laughs> as mikey said just floating through this universe oh like people God. people just pass it to the next person it's just floating In and love. everything is comfortable oh my goodness but you're just you know you're, you're stretching and, just, <laughs> <laughs> and then go, so sweet. like you just stretching through your sleep right like nothing disrupts this baby, this this this, per, this right. particular baby at this particular time, smiling throughout her stretches. Yeah. No, it was so so sweet. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. No. So I was extremely honored that Danny allowed me to have that moment. Yeah. <laughs> that was very very nice you of said, them. You said a spiritual. Moment. It was. It was. Yeah, because you kept saying a lot of very strong things, <laughs> and like your your face was very very strong when you were saying them. Like, yeah. No, I like meant you them. had 
full, like total conviction yeah, for sure. in the things that you were saying. Like, yeah. You were looking people in their eyes and saying things like, <laughs> I looked them oh, way like, too straight. I, okay, so like, I think I cracked the code. Like for the people, <laughs> for the people that just have oh, like man. 10 children and you know, they're not necessarily stable enough to do it. Like, I feel like there's a very good chance that they get caught up in this as an addiction. Mm-hmm. This being a newborn and looking at this. But but I do think that that is it. And, mm-hmm. and we've talked about so. this really before is that a lot of time it is just the love of looking at this pure little being that, you know, relies totally on you. It Completely. cannot do anything. And... As we spoke about, it is something innate in us, or I believe probably ought to be. And if it's not, like you got to kind of look yeah. out for those people. But it's an innate ability to where when we see it, it's a connection. Exactly. And it's like, protect this thing. Protect this thing exactly. at all costs. Yeah, it's just, a, it's a very, very wild experience. Yeah, because me holding this baby that I have zero connection to, this baby is not related to me in the slightest. I felt like I would protect this baby and also stare at this baby for the rest of my life with no problem. Yeah. And I was like, if I was Danny, if I was a mom, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that must be the most insane connection. Like, I have no idea what that must feel like. Mm-hmm. But I know that it would be phenomenal. Oh, yeah, for sure. Again, so. like, if you... I mean, because <laughs> this is also something that we had to point out was oh, that man. was that this click unfortunately does not happen with everyone where everyone right. feels like they're reborn or like oh like this is the this could be the most profound connection with a human being that i'll ever have the yeah. chance of having because you're starting from the ground up like oh shit that realization doesn't wash over everyone it's true and maybe maybe I should say to the same degree but maybe it just, sometimes it just don't really hit people like a like a baby comes out and just like Okay, like it, that that happens. So if you pay attention and you like care for it a whole lot, and and you you put time and effort in figuring out how to be a better person for that thing, and mm-hmm. you know you grow up and you you try to instill good qualities about them, and you listen to them as they talk to you and all that sort of stuff. I hopefully like. I mean that goes that goes right. well, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you would. But hope. it doesn't. It just doesn't always click. Often it doesn't. It doesn't click. I I got plenty of friends, and myself just like with parents, and it was like something just didn't right. like something didn't click there. So it, it can it can it can be weird. Like my mom, like my biological mom. I believe, okay, so she had to be out of my life immediately. And when I mean immediately, like, I was no longer living with her, at least by the age of five. Because at that point, I was Mm -hmm. in Manassas going to Weems Elementary. So, like, that was, like, a start of a new life. So, yeah, like, and it was just for a lot of crazy-ass reasons. Like, she was going through some stuff. But I think that was before they understood post Partum depression. Right. I think that was before that was like really big. Yeah, so they didn't understand like what was going on with her and why she was running around doing a bunch of crazy shit at the time when she should have been raising children. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well. But it was just like wild shit going on, man. 
No, honestly, this is the funniest thing ever. I know Hold you've on. told me some stories. No, 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 no. This is the funniest fucking thing ever. Okay. Just, just imagine this. Oh man, there was oh, no. no. <laughs> okay. Hold on, because this is this is funny, man. This is funny. I hope he doesn't get upset for me telling this, because this is pretty funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> imagine this, <laughs> like my dad <laughs> at one point put pots and pans around. The house. <laughs> he put pots and pans around the house. Because he wanted to know, like, when she came in the house at night. <laughs> like, he wanted to know, like, when she was coming home and exactly how she was doing it. She would tiptoe around the pots of pants <laughs> and find a way to her room and go to sleep, oh, right? But he, But that's not the crazy part. The crazy part to me has been the fact that... <laughs> She never said anything about the fact that she would come in the house and there were pots and pans everywhere throughout the house. Like, she never raised that point. That's crazy. That's, no, that's pretty wild. <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying? Because she kind of knew, like, what was up. <laughs> like, she saying. understood what the deal was here. And it's that, hey, I'm not supposed to be doing this. So, so. so my my only point here is that sometimes that thing that we're talking about. Right. Exactly. Just doesn't wash over every, you know, location of consciousness out there. Like, yeah, no. Sometimes it people just miss that. They don't they don't get that upgrade, that update. Right. Oh my God, that's hilarious. No, but that was that was a really cool experience. Yeah, no, it was. It very, was very so nice. small. I could feel like it was just like its head was just laying comfortably yeah. in the palm of my hand, you know? Yeah, your hands are quite large, so she fit literally right so in your peaceful. Hole. And then again, just thinking about that was amazing. What yeah. perception is for this small right. baby? Like you're sleeping this whole time. Dreaming. If you, that dreaming must be amazing. insane. Yeah, because it's, it's nonstop. Like she's moving and making faces and, and she's like noises. smiling, and then like something will kind of like and shock her. her. Eyes closed, like shut really tight, and then she kind of opens them. Bruh. It's amazing. You know that they're going it's through amazing. the craziest trip ever. No, it looks it looks amazing in there. It's just nothing. It's just like unfiltered, unbridled consciousness. Right. Like, that's kind of what, what it is. I mean, it's still morphing, but there's something pure about its its level of maturity. Right. Right? Like, that's like that's crazy, because I just wonder what the pictures look like. Like, how do, how does it... Are they just, are things described in colors or shapes? Like, did, because they it's don't have crazy. concepts of colors and shapes, right? So... Or do they like what is some of this stuff inherent? Like, what does it look like in there? You know what I mean? Like, I, li- I, I literally idea. have, if they have no traditional training of like <laughs> geometry or right. colors or ideas, what the fuck is going on in there? I think this is the first time I've ever thought about this. Well, I haven't thought about this, but I've thought about the transitioning between the womb in the outside world because you're you're alive like that day that you're born in the womb yeah like you're conscious and then in a moment you're outside in the rest of the world and you will never go back like that must feel so different and i wonder oh just what what that must feel like 
Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. If you if Like, you, all you've ever known is living in liquid and, and, and all these different substances and matter. Yeah, that is... Um, that is what they've tried to do on certain movies when they try to give you that visual of what it may look like to come out of a vagina. Yeah, that's never done it for me. I was like, <laughs> what, what, no, <laughs> no but, thank if, you. but that's the closest we get, like, right. vi- like visually that we can kind of yeah. think about is like there's like this fucking opening and you're right. fu- you're sliding out and then it's a whole different place. Yeah, no, that's I. You know what? It's funny that you say that. Okay. Because we also, both of these things, though, by the way, this whole holding this baby experience and this next thing I'm going to talk about are both rooted in talking about things that, like, matter. Mm. Right? So, we also got a chance to watch the very first episode of How to Change Your Mind. Correct. I talked about I've talked about this book a few times mm-hmm. on here, but How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan. I think the subtext or the subtitle is something like how we or what what modern science I think tells us about psychedelics and fear, anxiety, depression, yeah, you know, death and something else. But it's a great fucking book. It really is. And I was telling Mikey the first he would like it. He would like it the whole way through. I think I I might do better if I read it again. But the first is is split up into thirds. And the first third of the book is about the history Mm -hmm. of psychedelics and where it comes from. All that sort of stuff that was kind of in episode one. Then the second third of it is his his experientialism with psychedelics. Then the third is the neurology behind it. So the, the second... The second two thirds, like I was good with, like mm-hmm. I love that sort of stuff. But like getting through history, a lot of times it's just like a ton of fucking names yeah. and places and dates and research titles and stuff like that. And I, I, for some reason, it just doesn't usually connect with me. I need like yeah. a Malcolm Gladwell type of story, yeah, okay, to wrap me up in history. Mm, okay, but I feel like some of these psychedelic experiences that people have and they talk about and you hear on on the show mm-hmm. because they're in like i mean what do you call it they're like they're in like medical facilities getting these right. things done and some of them not but either right. but either way medical trials i think that yeah medical trials they're going through things that are similar to that that's how, that's how i have felt about it mm-hmm. i've there was a time when I looked at the world a certain way. And then there was a lot of thinking and a lot of book reading and a lot of soul searching. And then a psilocybin experience down in Florida. And I like I just know that from that day, things hadn't been the same. Nothing was the same. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like it was just right. it was just things were different from that point forward. And it felt like going into a new world, like the old world was done with. Like you just don't see anything the same anymore. You don't see colors the same anymore. You don't see people, relationships, like everything. You don't see yourself the same anymore, right. which is most important. Well, one, I shouldn't say this. This was my experience again, because a lot of people don't go through this like deep experientialism or existentialism at all. Right. They just like see really cool stuff dancing on the walls and shit like that. But yeah, I think that 
whatever the fuck this baby's going through, I, I think that deep psychedelic meditational, <laughs> you know, shamanistic yeah. medical facility corresponded type of deal. I think those can open you up to like a whole new, like you just like you coming out the womb, like you're being born again into a completely different world. Like, Oh, this was not what the fuck I was looking at before. This is not what I, this is. This was nothing like it was before. I think that's like the closest thing we can get to whatever Maven's Maven's going through Maven. right now. Love that name. Yeah, connoisseur expert. Maven. I love that. I know they did a phenomenal job with that. That was well done. Oh man. Yeah, no, those those I are quite it. amazing. Those are quite amazing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, those psychedelics though, man. I I'm I'm excited to. Because the first episode is on LSD, and then I think it goes to psilocybin, yeah. and then MDMA, and then I forgot what the last one was. Oh yeah. But either way, it's it's interesting that like, what is the world gonna be like if like this sort of information continues to get out? I, like, what do you think? Because we both know people that do or have done psychedelic drugs and there are probably certain character qualities that we could compare right. between right and sort of match between these people so there seems to be certain qualities about people that do psychedelic drugs i don't think that they're usually angry people Right. Right. I usually don't think that they're like super arrogant. Um, but again, these these are just these are just things that I'm saying. These are just people that I've met. Right. Um, usually pretty kind, um, thoughtful. Like these are these are usually characteristics. No, for the so, most part. So I'm yeah. just wondering if this sort of information continues to be disseminated through Netflix or whatever the case, Joe Rogan experience, whatever. <laughs> if more people are going to just like be open to trying to find psilocybin, ayahuasca, DMT, like all these sort of things, and, and like what it's going to bring people and what civilization is going to look like or feel like, ten to 20 years from now because of the influx of a population of people taking psychedelic drugs. Like that would be an interesting thing to see. Yeah. And I think with time passing, the generation that will be more accepting of these things is only going to keep growing. Oh yeah. Cause these kids. So yeah. Cause they're starting young. Are these, yeah. Yeah. But are they doing psychedelics though? I really feel like but you're pills exposed, are... I think you're exposed to a lot more content that, that has to do with that than we ever were. And especially... Well, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Like, because now you can get on Netflix and watch that. Yeah, that's very true. So... Yeah. I guess so. But then where would you get it, though? I mean, as you I get mean, older, you, you end up figuring out who has... <laughs> yeah, as you, get, as you get older, though, you think that they're slanging, like... LSD and shrooms in high school? 
I mean, maybe, maybe not, but I'm saying that now that this is this is something that people are growing up with, knowing that psychedelics are available mm. and, and what resources they could be. Like, pills are easy to get yeah. because the doctors give them to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to know somebody that's got, like, the shrooms. Well, I mean, you can buy shrooms from, like, the DC Oh, that's ve- Yeah, that's very true. They like, you, have- you can just order it on my phone. Yeah, see. <laughs> I can just pick which rooms I want. <laughs> Yo, man, look at the world, man. Yeah. You can I just go yeah, get some shrooms. crazy. Yeah, they're available. Are they like, do they sell them in eighths? Do you know what they sell them in? I'm assuming, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to have a plethora of options, too. <laughs> wow, yeah. man. People out here getting their mind blown. Yeah, because I think it's different. Because drugs for us were way more underground. Mm-hmm. Like, it had to be a lot sketchier than it ever had been <sighs> yeah. before. And now you can just order it on your phone and make a donation. And someone gives you, like, a cool backpack. And they say, hey, thanks. Have a good day. Yeah. Like and I, you leave with your I, And I'm completely, I, sw- I swear I am. Because I know what I'm about to say is going to be contradictory. Oh, but man. No, I'm completely cool with all this super, like, cool convenience i really am like i think that that's awesome okay. there was something cool about things having to be sort of sketchy when you were a kid like you like had to go through there sketchy was. means to get to the end and like i was telling someone the other day like writing notes in class like instead of having a syntax like actually taking out sheets right. of paper writing whole notes or someone it could be like the feeling of one of these origami, wild origami folded notes hitting your desk and it's got like a pink heart on it. Right. It's like, oh shit, like somebody in here fucking with me. <laughs> oh shit. And like having to like, you know what I mean? Be like, be cool and right. like slap your hand on the desk and like slide it over to you. And like, you had to open up a book or a binder or something like that so you could sort of like open up the piece of paper and like act like it's some science work right. or whatever and like kind of like read it. And then you and then you're gonna be happy. Because it's, it's a love note. So you read a note right. and then you got to write your own note and fold it up back and you got to get it back to this person. That doesn't necessarily mean that the person's right next to you. You might have to pass it through two or three other kids right. to get it over to that person. That's a long way for this note to go and nobody can fuck this up. Like the teacher can't see any of these four or five kids about to pass this note or else the note's taken. Now right. Now the teacher got my love letter. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like that sort right. of that that sort of operation in a classroom amongst children was dope. Now I just like send you a text message. Like you gonna get you're the right. text message. There ain't no risk in that for real. You can ignore it. You can thumbs it down. I think- you can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same, man. Like I like some you can laugh at some it. of the sketchiness, just some of it's it. It's different. Is I just like it, or I liked it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. I, I, I want certain boundaries to be there. Like, I want to have to get through some type yeah. of obstacles. I don't want everything to just be laid out for me. I I respect that. But I also just didn't like going through that many obstacles because it was always an odyssey. It's like, hey, man, like, I'm trying to give you some money for some things. And now, like, we're at a place and cops are driving right <laughs> in front of us. And you say this is the only place you can go to. And I don't understand why you want to do it here. <laughs> Drug dealers. But this is this is what 
people are stupid. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> because oh, drug dealers no. always wanted to go to the grimiest, the nastiest, just villainous places ever. The abandoned that, gas station. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, why are we here at the abandoned like, bro, gas like, station? You're about to sell me a gram of weed. <laughs> why? <laughs> Why are we in these back roads right now? Like, Crazy. What the bro, and the police just, they just hang out there. <laughs> they just, they, they just hang, That's they, literally their spot. They just hang around oh, in places man. like that. Just like, just wait for these dumbasses to come yeah. over here. We're just going to pick them right up. It's there, wild, right? There were way too many times where we were stuck. I, I would tell you that we would be stuck in like a, like a dead, we would drop. Drive to a dead end, <laughs> a, dead, a dead end. So, and then, but listen, then we would hot box the car. Crazy. We would drive the car into a dead end <laughs> to where we have to reverse back out or just make a quick U turn, like it's like a cul de sac, and come back out. So it's a dead end, and we're hot boxing the car. So if anyone pulls up on you, you're you're caught automatically. You're so guilty. <laughs> you are guilty. Like you're the dumbest of p of drug dealers and users. Yeah, it's just that's just what it was. Yeah, no, I no, I've done plenty. Of so things. so I yeah I get it. So yeah. you know certain sketchy things, other other things, other things not. That's kind of like um. <laughs> so when Nick was on here, <laughs> boy, he was talking Love about how he feels weird about being at a bar and speaking to people. Yeah. But I was like, bro, that's sort of that sketchiness that like I'm about. Like having because maybe we get to a point in technology where people don't really at all like f- 50 years from now, people really don't fuck with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as just talking to people out. Right, like there've been way too many harassment suits, yeah. and it's just I don't, and it's just just weird. People don't really like to talk. They're also awkward and losing the art of communication, so they don't want to talk to each other in like fifty years. Say, let's just say that, and then everything's through like a Tinder hinge, Bumble sort of situation. <laughs> like everybody goes through that. One, that's just a weird ass. That's that's a <laughs> that's a really weird ass place to be at, but a lot of the risk is taken out is my point like it would be more of the convenience right. but some of the risk of going out and like having to be at a bar or at a party or you at wherever the fuck you at and you want to speak to someone and just going over and making conversation in a respectful way and it working or not working or whatever like that that's one of those things right. that I feel like it would be cool to can like have as we move on in the technological age is still go out and just have that sort of risk, like the writing the notes and getting it across. That's the type of risk I want to keep. That's that's all. That's my take. No, I enjoy that. I like that. Yeah, I think that's very important. My my mom has always been a very crafty person, so she she was always giving people notes and, and writing letters and, and sending postcards and I, I've always enjoyed that about her. And I, I definitely used to do it, which is funny, a lot when I was younger. Or send postcards? Yeah, just send people letters, like if stopping by my friend's house, dropping anything off of their little mailbox, whatever. Oh, I, I may have for. Oh, now that you say that, I may have dropped some stuff off it. Yeah, being it, be, you know, looking at that baby again, it mm. just reminds you that we all came from that, you know. I know. And I'm like, yo, like we went through all these stages 
you know, running around as a kid, dropping mail or whatever the fuck in the mailbox, or just running up, knocking on people's doors. Can so and so come out to play? Mm-hmm. Whatever, all those things happened, and now you're 31 and, <laughs> and you're having your own child. It's crazy. That's insane. It's very, very crazy. It's like, yeah, like we went through all of those things. And now you're going to watch this little human go through their own stages. That's amazing. That's why I told them yesterday. I was like, that's my favorite thing in the world. It's just knowing little kids from a young age and seeing them grow into their own person. That is, um, it's completely mind-blowing. Yeah. To see them mold into their own little person and their own ways. Right, their own ideas that they... Yep. Yeah, that they stick to and what they fight for. It's amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, and then and then probably some more weird shit is just seeing you and them. You know, like some of the small things they're doing, sure. be like, oh, shit. Like, oh, I know about that. Right. Like, oh, man. Like, they're going to have a rough time with it, trying to figure that one out. And something I think we were. But but then there's like the newer ver- there's the newer models of you. So then in yes. certain ways, like they be better. They are you be, better. You be, you be looking at them like, damn, like I didn't get that one until I was 17. Like, this motherfucker are. figured it out at six. Like, <laughs> Well, I see my friend's, my friend's daughter, Ashley Milani. And the way that she has mastered the use of an iPad since she was like four <laughs> years old, it's really amazing. Oh, she don't give a shit about nobody or nothing when she got oh, that iPad my in God. her hand. Nope. She's good. But you know what's funny? She's always listening. Oh, right. But it's yeah. amazing because I'll test her too. Like I'll say <laughs> yeah. something and like I'll curse mm-hmm. because I know that she she always calls me out for it or mm-hmm. I'll talk about something that she enjoys. She's like, I heard that. I was like, I know. Because I said that on purpose, Milani. Like, you're always listening. And she's been on the iPad by this point, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, this one thing in the middle that I threw in there she heard. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. It's kind of crazy that people think that kids don't listen. Oh, my God. It doesn't it's make kinda, any it's sense. Kinda, yeah, that's kind of wild. They must, I think, maybe that stems from them telling them things that they need to do right and them defying them so they're just like kids don't listen right but it's like no i just no the kids just didn't want to do that thing. <laughs> like but, but i've been listening he, he heard you like exactly yeah loud and clear no. yeah that's fucking, that's very funny yeah no kids damn. are fascinating damn watching one grow up from scratch mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and, just, and watching and watching your relationship with them change as they get yeah like seeing my relationship change with my father over time has been insane it was just not this it was just not this we man it was just i used to piss him off (laughs) (laughs) it was not it was not a fun time raising me it just wasn't i was just too rebellious i was just i just god damn i just wanted to do what i wanted to do yeah man but seeing me grow and truly adopt principles and and stick to those and learn how to articulate all the fucking thoughts that i have and feelings that i have and you know and then just building off conversations with them it's completely different i would have never thought when i was fucking 13 14 i'm just like man i fucking hate this motherfucker man like, <laughs> right. fucking hate this fucking dude man like you don't fuck you don't want me to fucking live man like fuck this nigga i swear god i'm gonna punch this nigga in the face man and then oh and then I'm gonna, and I'm gonna run away i'm gonna run away <laughs> right. i definitely had a runaway thought i i had it all the time everybody 
<laughs> and then I would get so mad. I'm like, that. damn, where am I gonna go? <laughs> I am so upset about the fact that I don't have a backup plan. <laughs> Yo, every time people every really time. had these thoughts and just like I'm just gonna run away. It's like where? It's so it's so romantic of an idea. Like it I'm is. just gonna run away and they're gonna wish that they never treated me this <laughs> way. And I'm gonna go off with my fucking little bag on a stick and just like have an adventure. That's the way it looked back when you were a kid. For sure. You fucking read stories and these kids. Did you ever read uh, Boxcar Children? No, I don't. Boxcar children? I believe that's what it was called. I yeah. don't believe so. I- <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that before. Hold on. <laughs> no. Hold on, nah, because you're not about to do that right now. <laughs> Hold on, because you make, cause you're it's, making it sound you like... You know what's funny? It's because... Yeah, okay. I was about to say, you're not going to make me seem like I'm fucking crazy. No, it's because you... You came in Puerto Rico. Yes, and I was... Do you ever did you ever hear of Belinda? She's a Mexican <laughs> singer, actress, sort uh, of like a Lindsay Lohan, but Mexican. Nah. But she, so she was really famous, and she had a lot of TV shows on. So I was watching stuff like that growing up. I wasn't watching American. What, 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 no, 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 no. Okay, I'm sorry, but this isn't. Well, okay. So first of all, it's a, it's a book. Oh um, yeah, no, yeah. Then yeah, the place. See, so okay, so the boxcar, the boxcar children is a children's book series originally created and written by the American first grade school teacher Gertrude Chandler <laughs> Warner. Damn, you don't fuck with Gertrude. No, huh? she just did not deliver to Puerto Rico. I, uh, <laughs> no. Today, the series includes no. nearly 160 titles, with more being released every year. The series is aimed at readers in grades two through six. All right. See, so. All right. Um, the Boxcar Children tells the story of four orphan children: Henry, Jesse, <laughs> Viley. What, yo, what, you, why, you laughing at all the wrong things? Why? Because that's kind of funny that you're reading about the orphan children. Oh, for sure. Yeah, four orphan children: Henry, Jesse, Violet, and Benny Al Alden. They create a home for themselves in an abandoned boxcar in the forest. Oh. They eventually meet their grandfather, who is a wealthy and kind man, although the children had believed him to be cruel. The children decide to live with the grandfather who moves the beloved boxcar to his backyard so the children can use it as a playhouse. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's quite the story. Yeah, I didn't remember all that sort of shit. But what I did Whoa. remember was that there were uh, some kids living in a boxcar out somewhere <laughs> in the woods. I didn't know about that. And so, again, it was romanticized as a kid. Wow. When you read things like that, I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I, I just got done with reading the fourth series of this motherfucking boxcar children. Henry and Jesse Violet can do it. Benny can do it. I'm out here. I'm about to get find me a fucking boxcar in the woods. <laughs> like that's that's how you that's think crazy. about things when you're a kid. That's crazy. I mean, you t- in general as a human being, you just take from what you know right. and try to apply it to any situation that you're in. So when you're a kid, what do you know? I know boxcar children. I know That's funny. I know fucking Aladdin, you know? Right. Know, yeah. Yeah, no, that's the best. And that, that's what they were talking that's about hilarious. in that documentary is the the creativity of children. Oh yeah. It's just amazing. Oh yeah. No, that's because it They're seeing everything kind of for the first time. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's amazing. Like there's that's what I'm saying. I I don't that's why I don't believe that there's that you come into this world and there's just some people with just out any artistic, any creative mm-hmm. 
bone in their body. It's like, what are you talking about? Right. It may have been dimmed through the ages, but when you came here, right. there was some shit going on in your mind that we don't, we couldn't even understand. Right? Like I, I, I could never fathom again what is going on in that young consciousness. Like in that, I, I just, I just don't know. But it's some some stellar shit. I'm certain of For it. For sure. I'm For certain sure. of it. And that's just creation again and again and again and again and again and again. Like constantly creating and things morphing and changing. Again, I don't right. know what it looks like, but I'm I just there's no other way for me to be able to conceptualize it other than just a frequent influx of just pure unconfined unbridled stimulation right like, I, like yeah i just don't know what else how else you could really describe it but you have some creative bones in your body oh for sure like you have some imagination because you just may not have learned does. how to how to how to hone it right how to how to harness the power of it but right. it's there somewhere i just it just makes sense for that to be the case and I've spoken to too many people, Nick, again, being one of them, just in the last week about having no, maybe not feeling artistic. That's another thing. Like maybe right. you just, you, you acknowledge that you're an artistic person, but you don't feel you're feeling off. creative, yeah. you know, for a span of months or so like that. Just like, I just haven't felt like it. I've felt more analytical, you know, like that's, that's been, that's been my steez, but Everybody's got it. Everybody's got something. I agree. That's what you've been trying to <laughs> trying to stir up your, you know, creativity. Yes, I was and just thinking about that. Do you do you how do you feel about it? Do you feel like you've been speaking more artistically or been coming up with more Well, I mean just well, I'll just let you go. Just how Well, you, I guess I've just been experimenting with thinking more. It's something that I am not very good at. I I wasn't really properly taught how to how do you, critically think. So how do you experiment with it? Like, well, just even having the thought to sit with an idea to try to go further into it. Mm. That was just something that like I couldn't even remember to try to do. Mm -hmm. and, and it's something that I can if something really sparks my my interest or is something that I have to figure out. I, I tried my best to do it on my own. And then if I really can't so, get anywhere with that, then I, I maybe reach out to you or, or someone else yeah. for maybe some further insight. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely been a process, but smoking has definitely been a bit helpful in that. That was difficult to accept in a way. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to be able to access that on my own, but it seems that that is not possible for me at the moment. Well, you know, I let's 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 reframe this. Is it, okay. Let's let's reframe this. Um, we we are human beings that are mostly things that we are consuming and digesting in one way or another, whether they be ideas or the food, right? Like things that we intake, right. like that's what makes our body. That's what 
makes our our mind our person like all this sort of stuff it's just impressions and food impressions and food um so we're always taking from the earth right like we're not we are impressionable beings like we're not just doing our own thing and so i don't i don't think that people wanting to smoke weed or have a drink you know or whatever it is you know these things you take supplements right like it's kind of the same thing like you just use it supplementary um supplementarily right right? and then that's it helps you to do that next thing i i've told you this before stretching whilst high is a completely different experience it really really is for me like you just you just feel especially there's like certain ones for me like lower back Mm. like if i hinge at the waist whether I'm standing up or I'm sitting down, I'm going to feel like that hamstring pull. But then once you hinge far enough, then it's just at the lower back. So then that lower back starts to stretch. And I can get lost, as I've told you, in a lower back stretch. I can get lost. I can just, I'll sit there and I'm supposed to be doing these for like five minutes at a time. I'll I'll sit in that thing and like close my eyes and I have some music playing in the background right. and then That's I'll like the open them and be like oh shit like I've probably been sitting here for like nine minutes <laughs> you know what I mean and right. just and then just move over so it's you know I don't I don't think that it's a handicap. Because I think that that's that's kind of what you're going through is like it's a handicap that you have to that you feel like you have to use this thing in order to spark some creativity but. What I'm saying is we're we're always taking in impressions and right. things from the earth around us. You know, I, I agree. And I guess what I more so should have specified is that I also don't like the fact that I'm inhaling a lot of smoke. Mm. Okay, well, okay, that's a different. Yeah, thing. yeah, that's more so what I was yeah, sure. speaking of. Yeah, like I'm like I'm fine with something that that helps me get to a different place. Because I can do it in moderation. That was really another concern. Mm-hmm. Is am I just going to smoke? And, and just smoke. <laughs> and just, and do that. just smoke. Yeah. Because I can get pretty excessive <laughs> and being sober for a little bit and taking breaks here and there. That that was helpful from these substances. But yeah, no, it definitely it definitely feels a lot a lot more fun to try to <laughs> settle down and, and work with my mind. And I'm definitely accessing things on my own that i that i wasn't able to when i wasn't doing this so that definitely has been fun for me yeah it's crazy that was you know in one of those scenes in the how to change your mind docu-series maybe it may is that what it would be called a doc yeah docu yeah. docu-series yeah, yeah, yeah. some of these dudes <laughs> when they were giving lsd and they were just sitting there like oh yeah oh, oh. yeah it's just he was like, sir, it. sir, can you can you describe what you're feeling yeah. to us right now, please? Like, try try your very best to describe. He's like, right, what can I say? Oh, oh, he's just like, please, sir, just try to describe what you what you're feeling. I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> like that <laughs> could have happened, but <laughs> I, what, what, what the point is 
is he was some shit had been unlocked for him. Sure. And he was feeling something he didn't have words for. He was just lost in it. He was just lost in it. So, you know, we're here and A lot of our pride, pride is the devil, right? <laughs> a lot of That's our pride so does have to go, right? I understand when people try to use it in a, in a dignified manner. Right. Uh, we just also have to call a spade a spade. And like being too proud, it can, it can definitely drag you down or not allow you to open your mind up to certain things that would have gotten you to other places. I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely believe in that. You got you to gotta stay open. I just think you gotta you gotta stay open. Yeah, no that that has been something I've always struggled with as well. It's just seeing the gray area in in certain places. Oh and yeah. I'm, I'm more of a black and white thinker, which is not something I enjoy that I do. Yeah. It's just for some reason where my mind takes me immediately, and it just takes a moment to break away from that. But once like I, I like I can see the gray area, it's like oh this does make a bit more sense. Well, that's one of the things that I remember distinctly taking place during my first my first trip yeah was i felt that gray area spectrum mm -hmm. open up to me where i again my ego had dropped out of it so i i had no horse in the race right. again no dog in the fight i don't care if i'm right if what comes out of my mouth is right or if it's wrong it's, it's whatever and then i remember i was hanging out with the dude that was that had like a crack pipe <laughs> on, on the dresser. And I just remember thinking, if I wasn't under this influence right now, I think I would be judging this guy. Right. Like, I'm pretty certain I'd be like, yo, I got to get the fuck out of here right now. But because I was in the state, I was able to see what my old perspective would have been. But then at the same time, look at it with fresh eyes and be like, oh, but, the, but he's just like playing video games with this dude that I came here with and this right. other chick. Like it just like it was just people in a room. And at that moment, I thought, oh, is this what's always happening? And I don't see it that it's just people in a room like we're all just here. Like no one's worse than anyone else. Like like it all like that whole frame just got completely shattered. And it's like, oh, we're just all here together. Right. Like, no one here is any better than anyone else. No one's any worse. He smokes crack because <laughs> when he's smoking crack, like, that's when he's a crack smoker, when he's picking up crack right. and smoking crack. And when he's not, he's just this dude playing video games with these guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was just, it, it just, it shattered that. And... I just, and that, and also, because I have to definitely have to say this, is staying open to, again, the creative side. Mm -hmm. So the analytical had me reading a lot of analytical type books, right? Very informational, heavy. And then also reading novels and keeping that open for myself from these great, beautiful literary pieces that open up your mind to things. And as I've said a million times before, third person omniscient. Right. Where the narrator knows everything about everything going on and they can show you all these different perspectives that are taking place in the book. So you're just forced to see this grand story and all of the intricacies of all of the different people 
and this thing that was said over here and how that comes back later in the story. And everyone plays such an integral part and everyone has their own very unique perspective on what's taking place. And when you get those perspectives, you you can disagree with people, but you get it, though. Right. You get it. And so when you just have that idea or have that perspective presented to you over and over and over again, it helps you just it helps the ideas just settle in on your consciousness that, oh, this isn't just my story. And there are a bunch of people around me, too. Like, it's one of these things. It's one of these deeply netted right. net, you know, networks, pretty much. It's one of those deeply netted webs where everything is happening all the time and everything ricochets and domino effects the next thing. It's just all fucking connected in some weird way. But I am not in the center of this and I am not always right. Right. That's very important. Yeah. Very important. That just, it just opens you up. So that, yeah, but that, that psychedelic trip was, I just remember sitting like on a beach at the end, I think, like towards the end oh, wow. or like a dock or something like that. and looking out at the water and like a sunset and thinking, this may have very well been the best day of my life. Like, I remember thinking that to myself. I think this may have been the best day of my life because I knew that I that I had been on the cusp of something for a very long time and I needed out of it. And that was it. Like, that's right. what broke me out. And then I was like, okay. You truly understood I, it. Yes, yeah. like I knew I was supposed to be looking at the world in some different way. I just didn't know how to like calibrate. I didn't know how to adjust. But I, I definitely, I, I can't wait to continue. There are only three more episodes to watch, but they're all an hour long. So I'm excited yeah. about them. You know, something I thought as well is that I think I definitely should and would like to reread the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I was. I think I still have it around here somewhere. I, should. I bought it on my Kindle. So oh, I, I definitely have it. Um, yeah, I think I, I, it would do me plenty of good. To read that information where I am now versus where I was when I read that. I think that was in the middle of quarantine, which is very cool. But I think I am I gain a lot more from it now. Uh, and, and you're not done with The Comfort Crisis yet by Michael Easter. No, I am like three-fourths of the way done. Great. Also great No, book. phenomenal. <clears throat> All of these amazing. are great books. He masterfully, masterfully made that book. He really did. Being able to take you like weave you in between all of this science and all these experiments or experiences that he's had with these, I mean, just brilliant people and yeah. all of, in all of their different domains and then tell you this riveting story that he's on simultaneously right. out in, where is he in Alaska? Um, is he in Alaska? Yeah, he's in Alaska. Going through like some thirty day excursion, yeah, just yeah. It was a th whole thirty day excursion, I believe. Yeah, it was a whole month out there hunting caribou with what's that guy's name? The uh, Donnie Vincent. Donnie Vincent, yeah, the coolest dude in the world, easily. So, yeah, Amazing. that's just yeah, that's just a, that's that's another one of those awesome, awesome books. He's uh, also a phenomenal author in the sense that he gives you a lot of information, and you're going on such an odyssey with him. But I never feel like I'm getting lost or overwhelmed with all the facts and dates and yeah. the people because he's already interviewed 
like five or six different professors or doctors. Yeah. And he's only like week two into the journey. <laughs> no, nah, he does a really, really so, good job of relaying that information. No, he does. And, yeah. Yeah, in a way that can, they, one, you can understand. Exactly. And two, is also entertaining on top of it. And very informative. Yeah. I really enjoy everything that, that he's bringing. Yeah, it, just, it really just, going back to the convenience of the technology, mm. it's, it's, we get, we have gotten so comfortable and very much in so many ways and we don't even know and it, there's just something riveting and immediately gratifying i think well maybe for myself about doing rigorous things yeah about doing things that challenge you the misogies Right, the things that you that just was very you cool just pop about. up every, you know, every few months or maybe once a year and just do something insanely difficult that you've never done right. before. Yeah, it's crazy. You was talking about like the the amount of money that people would save on food if they knew, you know, all the food facts, uh, what it is that they actually need to be eating uh, versus what they do eat. Uh, where most people put their thermometer depending upon the time of year mm. and how they use so much more heat and so much right. more air than like they necessarily that they really have to and just scaling that back a bit and being in a bit more discomfort and how much money would save you over time and stuff like that it's just it's a very interesting book the comfort crisis no it's that's, that's kind of crazy it's one of those things that I feel like should be a staple in everybody's homes. Yeah, it's a really, really yeah, good Yeah, it's book. just, it's very good. And it's just one of those beautiful books that are just completely non-biased. Oh, just, yeah. And just, and literally just inform you and just yeah. tell you about their experience. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't at amazing. all have the feeling that he's trying to like cram an idea, like Persuade ideology. You any which way it's like, this yeah. is, this is what has been given to me this is what i have figured out yeah no yeah it, no, doesn't, it doesn't sound like that yeah at no all. it's beautiful it's it's definitely i think a must read for everybody yeah okay so you got so you got that and then yeah. you're gonna try to get back to how to change your mind yeah and i i definitely it's been a long time since i've read a novel so i'm still wanting to do that mm. so. it, it, okay and are you i mean are you looking to do it just the I mean, did you? There came a time when you liked novels, aside from Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter was the one you liked that, didn't you? Well, I did, but not only did I like Harry Potter, I like I read it when I was like nineteen for the first time because I wasn't allowed Harry Potter growing up. Oh, so you just read the Harry yeah, Potter that's, books? Yes, it's not just because it's Harry Potter; it's because it just happened like seven <laughs> years ago. And I'm twenty six. Oh yeah, now. that's pretty new still. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, people grew up with this. I just found out. Yeah, see, so you got the shock later. You like, oh my God, Harry. Like, you didn't know what happened. No. Oh, so, you, oh, see, if you had grown up in the age, it would have been ruined for you. 
if you if you didn't get onto it at that moment, that then you true. it would have been like you would have been hearing about it. People would have been talking about the movie, yeah, social yeah, media, yeah. whatever the fuck. But because you came so late, you weren't so, you weren't interested in it until that point in time. I was never around it. So yeah, by that point in time, everyone's done talking about it. Yeah, no, they. So so you're they going have children now. <laughs> so, so you're going <laughs> through it completely by yourself. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, it was it was <laughs> definitely very late in life. But no, I've always enjoyed novels, and I'm not not reading them because I don't enjoy them. I just haven't made time for them. That's 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 what it is. That's really it. So I would really like to to interact with a novel and see what what i get from it yo time is a motherfucker like it just move it just it's keeps amazing. going honestly it just keeps going and it's pretty crazy yeah like i again when was the last time that you felt like like you were trying to fill time like i gotta like oh my gosh like i gotta do something that it that feels so foreign to me and it, it had to be like pre-quarantine mm-hmm like it has to be them, but that also feels like such a lifetime ago because my life is the opposite of that. Yeah, I'm like, my God, like the day is over, like this is crazy. Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy. I was uh, what a day is today? Thursday. Today is Thursday. On Tuesday, I think you were also at work, and I went down to the cafeteria to see what was for for lunch, and I was like, tacos again. I was like, we just had tacos. Like, they never do Taco Tuesday, like, back to back. And she was like, it's Taco Tuesday. I was like, whoa. It's Tuesday again? Because I don't really think of days. Like, I have to go to work every day. <laughs> like, I'm just going to work and then you I... You just pop up at work. You're like, yeah. Mama, you're not on the schedule. Like, I'm here. I'm here. Well, like, I know that Wednesday and Thursday are my day off usually. Mm. And I know when that's coming. But I was like, oh, it's Tuesday. I'll, I'll, I'll just go down and... It was Tuesday again, but it had just been a whole week because I just rem- vividly remembered That's the last cr- Taco Tuesday. That's crazy. Like, in my mind, like, I had just eaten You was tacos. a whole six days off. Well, I was saying, yeah, man. It was crazy. Because you yeah. thought that we had had tacos the day before. Yeah, or like a day or two. And, and it had, a day or two, and it had been an entire week. Yeah. Really? Okay. It's crazy. Yeah, no, but time time is crazy. And and that's, as you always bring up, truly is boredom. Oh, yeah. Boredom is mind-blowing to me. And I think, was it in the pod with Nick that you were speaking of boredom with uh, rich people? I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick was saying he just didn't want to be. He said he'd much rather be uh, mm. poor, like dead poor and like happy. Yeah. You know, just spending the little bit of money he does have on enjoying himself. Rather than be bored and rich, I don't think that you have to pick either one of those. I was gonna he, say I don't know if but, I want to be poor, but but, but, but he said, <laughs> yeah, that's was like the poor. The poor part was a little strong, but it's yeah. like I think I understand what you're saying. Yes, yeah, like you want to be able to just live, like right at your means. Yeah, like right there. Like <laughs> and you I, can, I could do that, but I don't know about poor. Like you can eat yeah. most days out of the week. <laughs> well, maybe even that sounds a bit poor. You know, okay, so. you can eat all days out of the week, no, vacations. pay your bills, no, no vacations, vacations, and you can you can fill up on your vape liquid. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that should be part of your priorities. What are you talking about? I don't know if that like you so. All right. Yeah. So there's no emergency because, fund, because, but because, there's vape well, liquid? Well, because the thing is this. <laughs> If you're stuck in a position where you're really trying to make something work, okay, you don't want to 
drive yourself crazy doing you're right so you like you may need one thing right you know something to to shake it up a little bit you can't just be just paying bills just going to work you're right that's miserable yeah you're right there's got to be something Mm -hmm. that's why when college kids you pick up a cigarette pick up an adderall you know it's just like i gotta do something like something something's gotta (laughs) happen i can't just be running around here doing all this work that's crazy Something's gonna happen. I gotta, that's I gotta true. go out. I gotta go out to the party. I gotta fuck. That's what. I gotta. <laughs> that's why all those celebrities turn the way that they do. If they start out so young, man, because they gotta do something. They're doing so much. You know what's funny is, I I don't know if I've ever expressed this to you, but oh. I really well no, I really feel like I have. Well no, this would just make sense of who I am. I really do have a soft spot for the celebrities. In in the sense that when people just say, "Oh, fucking shut up, boohoo!" Like you, you go fucking cry into a million dollars, you right. big piece of shit, cry baby. I'm I'm like, you don't know. Yeah, did their did their experience put them in a position that we maybe sometimes stupidly revere? That that is really just on a screen somewhere or through some speakers and because of that you just you're fucking fool for them but they're still a human and yeah. they got to go through the same shit everyone else is going through but but now their circumstances are completely different you know we can make friends and we we know for the most part when people are popping up with ulterior motives, like it just right. seems like some weird energy. Like, what are you doing around here? But for the most part, if people are trying to get to know us, we can be pretty secure that they want to get to know us and hang out with us. Immediately, once you become a celebrity, your fame has got a ton of money. You can't just assume that anymore. Right. You can no longer really give that benefit of the, of the doubt or maybe you can let me let me not say you can't but i would i would see it being reasonable for someone to not give that benefit of the doubt right. like i don't know like there's a lot of new people around me like i don't i don't so everything is different you can't just be out places people might you know fucking swarm you you didn't say the right thing to someone now that's crazy man that is so crazy i told you about that kiki palmer story yeah 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 like she's just chilling at the bar and and they're harassing her and she's like man please like i'm just trying to eat my wings and drink beer ma'am like i don't know if that's actually how it went but yeah something along those lines and then she's just calling her names i think and just recording her and (laughs) harassing her yeah it's it's like oh I would hate. I don't want nobody to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. It, it is a different life. Like you just you don't get to live the normal life of a human being. Uh, but some people find a way to do it. But I've also talked about there being yeah. like this 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 sweet spot. That gets funky too, though. What does? Well, just. I think there's a there's a certain authenticity and genuineness about just being a regular person and having interactions with strangers mm-hmm. that you I don't know if that's being able to be had when you're a celebrity and you're kind of a household name. Yeah, I mean you can you you, here's, you can. It's just 
how many people are around and like, is this about to turn into a whole thing? Like if I'm out somewhere and there's like a mechanic working on my car or something like that and I'm a huge celebrity, yeah, like I could have a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. It's just us. Like you you can ask me for pictures or whatever you want. Like we still going to have a conversation. But if I'm at the mall, I can't just pull up to the mall and someone trying to have a conversation because if I, it's, I now I'm inviting everyone exactly. to come in. Like every time I go out, I wouldn't want that to be the case. So yeah, I just think that is you just got to learn how to move differently. You can't, right. it, you know, you have to sort of trust differently or just read differently. You just have to learn how to read differently, read people, and the, yeah. you know, it, yeah, she gets it gets weird. But I definitely feel. I feel for them. Yeah, no, I, I definitely haven't always felt that way, but but just seeing whatever drama pops up about them on the news, it's like, oh, that kind of sucks. Like, that whole thing with Kim and Kanye, all the things that they went through, him act, acting a fool and with, harassing her. And, with Pete, Pete yeah, Davidson. Yeah, it's and- like, damn, like, at the end of the day, that's really like a mom of four children and her ch- children's father just acting a fool in front of the world. Like, that must suck. Like, you can't hide. Like, and you have to face this. Yeah, but to be someone like a, a Kim Kardashian, you, she has tough skin. You have to. She has you super, super to. tough skin. You She's had to. everything said about her. She said, yeah, she has a sex tape out. Yeah, for, she, like, forever. Bro, she's been living this for a long time. I don't, I don't right. think, I don't think you can very easily just get at her. No, you have to be tough. But that just still sucks that you have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Like that must, that must be yeah, really sure. difficult. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, whether difficult. you're tough or not, it, it's it's not fun. Yeah, just right. the fact that people can't have fights or get divorced or live their life or drop their kids off at school. Well, you like a normal you, well, person. This, again, again, I don't want to cut off these these more normal and civil ways of living from celebrities as if they cannot achieve it. I think that they can. It's just. You fucking with Kanye, so no, that's not gonna happen. Well, right? right. See, like, exactly. You're right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if, it's just if you was fucking, with, if you was fucking like Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. probably wouldn't do this. He probably like leave you alone. You know what I'm? Or whoever you just pick up, pick a humbler guy. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> I love that you brought up Michael B. Jordan. I don't that's know. Awesome. I just, I just picked up another black dude. That does. But just, you just pick a humbler guy, and maybe you wouldn't, you, yeah. it wouldn't go there. That's that's. You know, you're right, like, and it's not like, and it's not like there has to I'm be cer- some accountability. I, and I'm certain that there have not been things that Kanye didn't want out there that like Kim put out there because she's a part of the fucking e world, right? You know what I mean? So I'm certain that they've both capitalized off of each other's careers. Yeah, before. I think that that was a big big part of it. Probably, yeah, but, of course. Yeah, but th- you're right. yeah, because those are like real partnerships are businesses at the end of the day. Right. Too. This was a, this was some sort of treaty. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about this. We said that it takes very special people to to pull that off, to to run a business together That's and amazing. be and be together at the same time. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, like you you have to because you, first of all, there's just so many conversations. The, the, that yeah, like there's there's it's so multi layered, and you have to be in sync. Yeah, because you have. Assuming you have a staff, like someone that works for you, if you're like actually running a real exactly. business with your significant other. So you have a bunch of people under you. You y'all have to come together as a unified front in front of these other people. Cause if not, then the top looks kind of broken. And not only are they questioning 
the the character and the rigidity of their their bosses right but also of the relationship of those two people if they know you are married it's like mm, that looks real shaky up there so you're not doing good right. as a leader at that point then on top of that how do you all interact within the business and does that trickle into outside of the business and does outside of the business trickle into inside the business? You know, like, how do you, yeah. like, the conversations that you have to have about that? Like, it's very, very tricky. But there are a ton of conversations that have to take place in order for that to really, really work. That shit is, that shit is deep. Yeah, that's why I think. But if you make it work, though, oh, shit, you'll be fired. For sure. If you make it work, well, though, then you're fired. I think people think that it's because this reminds me of marriage if that's something that people are into <laughs> that you just get married and then you figure out how to be married oh yeah for sure it's not that you figure out what marriage is going to be like before yeah. you do it it's like yeah. oh like we can do this all right like then like if this is what we want to do let's get married yeah for sure it's like oh you're gonna figure out how to be married after you sign the paper oh yeah and you're not even sure like that's i mean crazy. i do believe that it is a continuance of, it is. of education it is no I, I agree but you have to figure out whether you're able to do it or not in the first place yeah i i, I think yeah i think it's it's difficult i i do agree with you i don't think that enough people think enough about it yeah but it also can be difficult to think <clears throat> how how are we going to be communicating or how like what what, is, what do we look like 10 years from now like what do we look like five years from now yeah. two years from now what do we look like i think that that can be difficult i think the this is because you know i like to deal with square roots so i try <laughs> to like get down to the sure. fundamentals like i'm trying to get down to basic blocks of like how things work and i feel like the most important thing I can think of is cooperation. I, I don't I don't see how I don't see how a business where I don't see how any machine just think, yeah, you can look at it as a machine, you can look at it as a program, you can look at it as a business. I don't understand how any system you could call it works without cooperation between the codes, the cogs in the wheel, the mm -hmm. whatever it is, the people. Right. It it has to be in some sort of synchronization. There has to be some sort of understanding in order for that thing to work. And that that yeah, that can that can only happen through cooperation. We you have to be open to whatever my role is, whatever yours is, how they play off of one another. And if we can't have an understanding of what operating together looks like, mm -hmm. then we then we right. can't move forward. We can't think that like that'll just solve itself. Like we can't move forward if we don't know what a civil, productive collaboration looks like between one another. Because right. if you because if you can get that, then and, and you if you can get that in trust. Right. Because right. because then that means that you can trust that this person is going to be open to cooperating. So the problems are going to come. The The point is, fuck the problems. The problems come, they come, the problems go. If and the problems go, if 
you are both willing to cooperate. Correct. So it's That's it's really important. just it's really just a trust and cooperation that is I feel like the basic building block of making a system work. No, I I fully in agree. Any, in any facet. I fully agree. Yeah, that's. I think the recipe for a solid foundation. Right. Everything. <laughs> that's every, th- that then, is. then I agree. Which is, you'll figure the rest out. That yes. after you have that, then I agree with what you were saying. I then it's. Thank you for we'll figure essentially it out. just putting that in the most eloquent way that could possibly be said. That is essentially what what I'm trying to get at. Not that you're just gonna figure it out, but that you're gonna f- commit to the fact that okay, we can both agree that, that that we'll do our part yeah that no people don't do this shit. right <laughs> no. because they they're trying to figure that out after they've already committed yeah that's and then you figure out that i, I don't want to commit really like, don't like you yeah like i don't actually fuck with you you're dirty and you're rude right <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't know that before <laughs> So I should have sucked a bigger <laughs> dick. That's I love that. I'd part. rather fuck on your cousin. <laughs> That's a Yo. wild thing to say to somebody. He said, "You gonna fuck who?" You heard me, nigga. It's nothing. It's <laughs> crazy. Yo, yo, nigga, and I were clearly we were like talking that. about that. I love that. In your, in your, <laughs> oh. listen, no, 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 no. All right, because <laughs> you think that. <laughs> Every episode, we're going to talk about the Kendrick Lamar album. But, <laughs> every it's single, all, it's every, all we ever talk about every, every single episode. That's funny. That the We Cry Together song, okay. during that argument, you said that it was heavy to listen to. But also, at the same time, even with its trauma, its built-in trauma... You think that there's something so fun and liberating. Oh my god, I think it's the best thing in the world. About just screaming complete nonsense at someone. But I will say this, it, it's obviously mostly jokes, but as someone who has never come close to behaving in that manner, mm-hmm. but has been so aware of it, I've seen it my whole entire life growing up. I've been around it. It's completely yeah. familiar to me. Seeing seeing one of those arguments is crazy. I've seen I've seen them. I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I'm Punch you in your motherfucking face. Yeah, whatever. I'ma just fuck me another bitch. Yes. Well, go ahead, fuck you, that raggedy bitch then, nigga. Fuck you. Like it's just it's it's, crazy. it's so insane. It's like and <laughs> And then they're gonna go to sleep together that right. night, that same like, night. They're actually leaving the same car right now. Right, for sure. <laughs> and just seeing that and and seeing the energy that, that comes from that and being the person that I am that I just have never felt the need the ones or even having the ability to act that way but then listening to that song it captured it, it captured something inside of you it That's- sure did because it's there it's always been there <laughs> and i know that but it's just never never been triggered and i was like oh this song might it might catch me no i'm kidding but nah nah you're not no nope. nah, but you're not though you're I not am. kidding no you're not i it's- am because i'm never like i'm never it's, gonna it's- act that way no one can ever get that out of me like no one could ever make okay. me at that. All, all right, nope. I was okay. All right, all right. Because there's nothing. Okay, because you have to know that one, it's you releasing it, you allowing that to come out, right? Because at the end of the day, you want to be the guard. Like, exactly. You, yeah. No one can get that. out You of know me. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No one can get that out of me. But singing the song because I've never just fake yelled at anyone before Mm -hmm. so that was the first time i was able to to release those emotions truly i was like wow like it's like holding that baby like i understood something that i hadn't before (laughs) 
Oh, because I've always wondered. I was like, why? And that's why this is so funny to me. And that's why it's so heavy because this is so real. And to me, that is hilarious and terrifying at the same time. Oh, yeah. I'm like, people really behave this way? Oh, for every like, that day. That is so... Because I've seen it in public. And I know that obviously it happens behind closed doors everywhere all of the time. It's crazy. So, so just having those emotions released for the first time was a little powerful for me. I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Like, I don't condone it, but I, I feel you. I think that that's the you. same thing. That's, I think I was trying to tell you this. It's the same thing as that demolition room that Mikey and I talked about. Yeah. That you can go places and just get to smashing For shit. Sure. Old DVDs and VCRs and TVs just throwing shit against the wall, batting stuff, yeah. and give you a little mallet. Yeah, For and you sure. just go to town. I think it's the same yeah. thing. Like, you're just... It's probably it's what exercising is to some people. It's what martial arts is. It boxing to some right. people. Yeah, it's all of that. Just yeah, getting the shit out, screaming. Some people, I think, some people, I think, just go places and scream. Like they'll just drive out somewhere and just just scream. Oh, I've done that. Oh, see, this was uh, is this when you wanted to run away? Was this one of these? For sure. No, no <laughs> I was no. This was like yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Was it real romantic? Was it in the rain? Was it like It was just like outside and I'm facing the trees in my backyard and I'm like, fucking hate my life. <laughs> like I can't believe they're doing I don't even remember what for. But I just like remember just yelling into the forest. Uh, it's like you guys can take it now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, no, it's very funny. That's to funny. To think about. That's funny. I was definitely Yeah, I was I was definitely rebellious. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm no, I'm just I'm just thinking about the, some of the things. Uh <laughs> some of the things. I remember Alexis, I think I told you <laughs> Alexis was at the bottom of the steps. <laughs> and I that don't is know the best story I, ever. And, and, and and you know, Allison was at the top and <laughs> I don't know where Alexis. She she was so young. I want to I want to say she had to be like six or seven like she was very very young that's crazy maybe six or seven so i don't know where she heard this word but i think she was just like yeah mom like you're such a fucking cut or something like that like it just came out and allison's face changed up like she looked at her like what did you and alexis immediately started crying She just knew that she knew that that wasn't that wasn't going to be the move. But yeah, we all had we all had our times, and we just yeah, there were times. I I swear, I'm I'm pretty certain I put some shit out in the universe one time. I was just like, man, I wish this motherfucker just got hit by like I think just like got hit just like got hit by a car just a little bit, you know, a little bit. Somebody beat him up just a little. Yeah, man, just like. Just like hit him with like the door, like drive by and hit him with the door. Just, I don't know about that. That seems a little aggressive. Maybe you weren't. I'm just saying, like, I'm, no, I'm just saying, like, 15 miles per hour. Yeah. Okay, a little you know bump. Yeah, like he gonna hit the ground, <laughs> but he's not gonna be hurt. He doesn't have to go to the hospital fine. or anything. He's gonna, he's gonna be, be fine. just fine. Yeah. yeah, like I used to think stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, especially after you get your ass whooped. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You definitely want them to get their ass whooped. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I definitely want to. No, I've tried to hit my mom back before when I was little. <laughs> see, yeah. I see, I was, I was, yeah, see, I wasn't pulling that. Yeah, I was. Yeah, there was just something about my mom that I felt like I, I could overpower her <laughs> from a young age. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you, but your dad though, you can't just be like dad is always around. Like dad, I know. even if it's wait till dad get home from work, like dad's gonna come home from work at some point in time. Like 
fuck that shit. Yeah, but yeah. That shit was terrifying. When you used to do some shit and you had to wait for your parent to come whoop your ass. Like I told you about the time that I had to wait. He told me at the store he was going to beat me. And then I had to wait the whole car ride home for him to beat me. Oh, yeah. That's the type of shit I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was like, like wait till. Oh, oh, was like, oh we in the store right now. And like, wait you know, I'm not feeling that crazy. But like, just wait. Wait till we get home. It's like, oh, my God. The whole car ride. I was like, Jesus Christ, please help me. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> it's like nothing else matters. Yeah, my life is over. It's like when you're sick. Like when you're right. sick now, nothing else matters right. but your health. Like wanting to get back to being healthy and right. making yourself all these promises about, all right, God. Never just... going to skip the gym again ever <laughs> I'm going to the gym every single day. Forever. I'm going to fucking stretch. I'm going to just drink just ginger shots. Like <laughs> but this was good, though. This was ginger, great. Thank ginger, you Ginger, carrot, apple. Wonderful. And pineapple. This was really good. You have a wonderful way with making juices, truly. Ratios, and yeah. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Shout out to Tropical Smoothie for that training. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, you make all those promises to yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just kind of that's just kind of how it goes, man. You just it's all you can fucking think about. Like, yo, he's gonna tear my ass up when I get back. Yeah, I was like, how bad is it gonna be? Like, why is he able to stay calm? Like, why, <laughs> like, why is he in here just talking to the cashier like this? You know like, what just, I always like, thought like, was funny about that is that my dad always looked. It's so funny because I feel like we feel way too comfortable talking about this and mm. we're laughing about it. Oh, because oh, it's abuse? Because it's child abuse? I feel like abuse? they should be trigger warning what I'm about to say. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> but that when my father used to sometimes beat me, I could see the sadness in his face from oh, a young age. Wow. And I was like, wow, like, why Like, why would really? you do this? Yeah. My dad was, like, destroyed every time he beat me. But he would do it over and over again. I was like, why? Like, why would you keep doing this? Because he doesn't know anything else. I know. And getting older, I've only realized, like, Wow. You really Damn. have no idea how to regulate your emotions, and the only thing you could do was just hit me. Yeah, crazy stuff. Damn, that is crazy. You could see the yeah. sadness in yeah. his eyes. I told you that's why. From out of that, out of that song, "Close" by J. Cole, as awesome oh. as awesome as the entire song is, and that yes. he's able to keep the same rhyme scheme through the entire song. Amazing. But when he says, "I looked in your eyes and saw hope." Right, hope for a better way to cope with the with the pain and the scars and, and the lean and, and the coke. Yep. It's that is a very deep sentiment. This is another reason I'm going back on J. Cole too. This is another reason why oh, why I sort of advocate for his greatness in a sense. Because it's not about the bars. Because I agree with the talk spaces I've been a part of, and mm-hmm. I agree that his bars are not astronomical. It's, it's not like they're hard to decipher, very, very complexly uh, constructed like yeah. Kendrick sort of stuff. It's not as artistic, right? But it is masterful in the way that he does it. He's a much but, better storyteller than a lot of other people. But beyond that, exactly. he It's the one, the fact that he knows to even speak about things. Exactly. And then the way that he does, you feel it. Like he he gives you the feeling through the story right. or whatever it is he's talking about. But when he said that, I was like, yo, I have been becoming keener and keener to the expressions that people give me when I look into their mm-hmm. eyes. And I've seen, as I've told you also recently, like the switch in, in right. someone's demeanor when they were yes. talking to me when I had changed my demeanor. And I just saw it completely. It was like, 
when I talked to you about code switching, it was like I changed their code. Right. It was like I was able to sort of look into their mind and change their code. Mm-hmm. And then they switched up the way that they were acting towards me. It was very, very fascinating. Right, because you're still the same person. <laughs> yeah, but it was, but it, it was, yeah. it's very, very fascinating just thinking about the fact that that's even like a thing. Yeah, looking in people's eyes and yeah, you got to you got to know how to do that. Like you have to be able to look into people's eyes and accommodate, really is what it is. That's a good word for it. Okay. Accommodate. Because you might be looking at someone that's kind of like maybe scared or intimidated it looks like oh, yes. or maybe they're they're trying their very best to listen. Right. They're one of those listeners is like when they start listening, they like overthinking, listening. They're like, I got to listen. I got to listen. So then they get caught up in some mantra. They're like, then they're not listening. So so that's a a deer in the headlights look is what I should call Mm. that. Um, Bad intentions. Right. Like deceitful. That's crazy being able to spot that one out. Right. That one feels so, so crazy. But, But to be able to look into someone's eyes. And I've seen this before, which is which is awesome, and 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 see that there is hope there that that they're mm. not they're not in the place that they want to be, right? But you can see what they're talking to you about and how they're talking to you about it, and the fact that there's like a it's, it's corny to seem sort of like a gleam in their eye, like they just feel like a little bit right, like some sort of hope. That is a deep feeling to to see that in someone's eyes especially when they're the type of person that's so proud they'll never talk about it right they'll never talk about that hope of another way of doing something because they feel like it's stupid to say that Mm -hmm. like it's unrealistic i might get made fun of for talking about this way of hope that i see for myself this thing i want to do this thing my passion whatever and Mm -hmm. so you never talk about that thing but but to be able to see it as a friend in someone's eyes like i think that he has hope i think that she has hope for another way to do this, but just doesn't know how to do it. I think that that's fucking crazy. But you being able to see the sadness in your father's eyes, yeah, that's pretty That's pretty heavy. Yeah, I don't know if I caught that. I just caught fucking anger, a lot of anger. I didn't, yeah. really, I didn't really see the sadness, although there was the remorse. The remorse always mm. came. You know, the let's okay. go get the ice cream or see, let's, that never go, came for let's me. go do something else. So, yeah, I, I did... That's important the as remorse. well. Yeah. That's definitely important as well. Yeah, but you seeing the sadness in the nigga's eyes as he's swinging. Every time. That's crazy. Yeah, there was one time <laughs> that he, like, I, I think I was a teenager. Like, I was definitely way too much of a woman for him to be hitting me <laughs> at this point. And I told way him. Way too much of a yeah, woman. Yeah, like, I'm way too old for you to be hitting me. I, but I don't even know what I did. I definitely was doing stupid stuff. That's mm. for certain. But I don't remember exactly what. And he was, like, swinging at me with his hands. So, like, slapped me across the face. I was like, hit me. Oh, this and is, then, yeah. And then he looked at me, and he was so sad and so angry at the same time. And I was like, oh, I got you. <laughs> he, stupid. Didn't, he didn't lay a finger oh, on me again. I, oh, I got you. Yeah, I was like, hit me. Yeah. I'm going to stay. I'm going to lay. I'm going to stand right here. And I'm not going to do anything. Bro, there's something. Uh, there's, uh, you know, because I don't know shit. But there is something what? deep about eyes man like think like like like, let's talk about like because because i showed you i have to look it up again i showed you that caterpillar i need to know like the name of this caterpillar 
but the uh caterpillar caterpillar uh <laughs> snake <laughs> okay so no, that's that's crazy so let's that see that face is insane let's go to earth touch news look at it no you yeah you don't have to but let me look but, at it all right, so when we first laid our eyes on Dinosaur Darius Darius, a serpent mimicking butterfly larva that camouflage skills that rival the ninja octopus. I, I got to look at that, too. Wow. Oh, I'm going to definitely click on ninja octopus. ninja octopus. We didn't think insects could get any snakier, but a new video of yet another mimic has us re-ranking the roster of invertebrate illusion masters. Yeah, y'all definitely have to look up. Let me see. Look up this fucking thing again. The the serpent mimicking butterfly larva. Yeah, the dinosaur Darius Darius. Yeah, this shit is crazy. But it's a caterpillar that puffs mm. up, it blows up, and makes itself look like a fucking snake, like a snake's head, which is insane. That somehow caterpillar, this caterpillar, found out that snakes are predators, and that things are afraid of snakes. And so I'm going to puff myself up. I'm going to mimic a snake. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Right? And, and there's something about snake eyes that just right. freak people the fuck out. And that we can just see in the woods. Mm -hmm. For some reason, we can just lock on to snakes. Right? Like, that's just embedded in us through fucking evolution. But just looking at, say, oh, do you remember that woman's name that was that's in love with chimps didn't she just die recently oh i don't think she, maybe uh jane goodall but jane, i don't know if she's oh so, okay yet. so she's okay she may still be with us i she, know that she at least had an exhibition of the smithsonian mm. like last year or in 2020 so and, and, and what is she exactly like a she's I, something along the lines of an expert on chimpanzee behavior she's yeah. been doing this since she was like 20 yeah, She's like right. 80 or 90 now, <laughs> so a long time. Right. Looking into the eyes of a chimpanzee oh my God. is going to be different, right? Like you're looking at a person. Because you're looking at something that, yeah, that's weird. Like it's They have a consciousness. It's like locked, like their eyes are locked on yours and they're looking at you and you're looking at it. And it's like there's some weird level of like oh, yes, yes yes exactly they're looking at you they're it's like, rec I see it's you. recognition i see you you're another person yeah but like, you are not me yeah it's crazy that's fucking insane yeah. you know so it's just something about the eyes connecting straight to consciousness like it, it's something I have shown weird you that video which is jane goodall yeah that they're releasing a chimp and this chimp knew jane goodall put in most of the work because he did not go off into the woods before giving only Jane Goodall a hug. Yeah, no, that's like the way he good. looked at her. Everyone was just completely astonished. Yeah, no, it's pretty, like he just knew like this is a person. But it's because of this person. And that's what's so crazy about just like plants and wildlife because I we don't you don't know what you don't know. So yeah. I had no idea when um, you were asking someone about a dog mm. smelling the pheromones that yes. a pregnant woman was like giving off or. Or the or the new scent of the baby exactly, and I was like, oh, that's the fucking thing. I was like, well, that kind of makes sense. It would be a thing. Like right. immediately, I'm like with it. I'm like, right. okay, that makes sense. But the fact that the dog started laying on top of the belly and like curling up, know. I'm like, damn, they that's such know. a deep relationship between owner and dog. Like that's like owner and pet. It's crazy. Like you are loving this 
this thing before it even comes out into the the physical realm out here. You and know? like recognizing that it wasn't here and now it is. Right. Because you're not treating it like you did when it was in the womb. And then and then again, I you know, I don't know how any other relationship could be any wilder, but a baby coming into the world with a new puppy. That's and and, crazy and stuff. them growing together. Your best friend? Yeah, like that's insane. That's amazing. Yeah, that's super cool. That's insane. That is the coolest thing in the world. If there were like two children, there was like one and two, and then a new puppy, that'd be crazy. crazy. Like that's a that's a wild upbringing. It's a very particular like experience. That must be a lot of fun. I, yeah, I guess it could. I'm certain there have been moments where it hasn't been, but well, but it, it, sure. it has. But it has like some of the makeup to be a really good Correct. time. It could go awry, but yeah. But yeah, definitely. man, eyes eyes are crazy. I feel like. Because when you hear about shark eyes or bear, like grizzly bear eyes, it's like those are different now. I can't even imagine. It's like those are like lion, bear, shark. It's like now you're looking into something that's like it's just imagine it's like you're only maybe this is something you could actually imagine because you actually say this about creepy ass dudes. Mm -hmm. And I hear a lot of women say this about creepy ass dudes is it's just like eat. I don't like that like, feeling. Like man. your your prey. That is a you scary are, you feeling. You are food. You know, like that look. Like yeah, there no, is no compassion beyond like. these eyes. Like beyond behind these eyes, it's just it's just eat or be eaten, right? Like the mentality. only thing I will say about that, I've only felt that my life could potentially be in, been in danger. Not that it ever has been. So I think that's the only switch that would be different. Well, it has been that you know of. Well, oh, you're right. right? Yeah, that I know of. It's that's, only been potential for me because it's been in the daylight and I've tried to be careful. Remember but. when that dude on Twitter, I told you, he said uh, he had a question. It was like, what was the time you came closest to death or something like that? And my answer to it was, oh, I don't think that a lot of people, some people probably know more than others. It was like, oh, yeah. it was that time that guy put the gun to my head. But. I think You're a right. lot of the times people don't know just how close they were to some danger, but just for for whatever reasons, for whatever sets of factors that yeah. took place, you weren't a part of it. Whether it was a car accident or a, a fucking shooting or whatever, right. or just a disgruntled human being just traveling around, exactly. ready to slap somebody or try to rob <laughs> them or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I don't think that people usually know. So I'm just saying... If you if you've been through a lot of sketchy situations, then there's a probably a very good chance that you are in danger a lot of the time. Well, it feels like it because again, it's it's very weird to just experience that living your normal life. Like I'm just like at the gas station. Like I'm just right living my life and someone's looking at me like I'm prey and I can only do so much and that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like I like I can only do so much to protect myself. Yeah, man. Eyes. Eyes give, eyes give yeah. it away. So you, have to, you have I'm to be someone. I'm constantly looking around everywhere all the time. Yeah. I, now, also, you know, also believe in giving people privacy. So that doesn't mean like when I'm having a conversation Correct. with you, I'm just locked in your eyes and I won't look right. away. Right. Because I'm like, I'm not doing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Like, you got to you got to learn how to like look away and give some people their privacy. And right. All that. But but the eyes, man, you got to look at people's eyes. You got to look at the eyes of things. They be giving stuff away sometimes. They definitely do. You just gotta look at the eyes. It's so it's so uncomfortable though for so many people. Yeah, and and that's why you see a lot of people that are blatantly obviously not paying attention because their mind is on another million different things and they're just looking everywhere. Yeah. They don't even make eye contact. And they don't even realize that they've been looking away the whole entire time. Mm. All right. 
That's where are we at? I think we're good to go. Yeah, this has been nice. Where are we at? This uh, you want to you what you want to do? You want to hit a, a marker? No, I just want to. No, you didn't. Say oh, it. we're at hour thirty-four. Okay, cool. Yeah, how you feel? No, this is very nice. Yeah, this was a fun little just knock this out real quick. Yeah, we were gonna have a conversation regardless, so it was like exactly. let's just go ahead and just record it. No, this was very nice. Yeah, we covered a lot of things. I think so. That I enjoy. I think so. So this was very good. Awesome. Well, thank you High for five. having me. Thanks. <sighs> Wonderful. Uh, what's your www.borinkenbotanicals.com and also on Instagram and also on Facebook yeah find me on there I'll throw all that stuff in the Thanks. description yet again no, this is very nice thank you very much you have much. any last words for the people um Miss Von Maria <laughs> oh Miss Von Maria or Maria <laughs> yeah or, or just uh Von Mary Von whatever you want to call yeah, me you, I guess you got in some wild stuff Francesca Francesca <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um <laughs> Yeah, man, just try to try to figure some things out. <laughs> just try, like, try to figure some issues out because <laughs> there's probably a solution available. You're just not being able to see it. That's so funny. that's kind of what I got. All right. <laughs> Have a beautiful day, everyone. I love you guys. Bye. Goodbye. Episode one twenty nine. All right. Woo! Peace, everybody. Peace.